You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Woo! This is the podcast that takes a look at some of your favorite cult films, introduces them to someone who's not seen them, and then adds an alcoholic beverage. Yes, it is. Except this week, because it's a cult meeting, we just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Right. <laughs> Except this is a special cult meeting, because your birthday is tomorrow. My birthday is tomorrow. I will be 43. I know. So, yeah. You're catching up with me. Yeah, but I, I don't think I'll ever will. <laughs> <laughs> sure you will. I'm going to stop at some point. I've decided. That will be sad. <laughs> don't stop. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, if you stop, that means you're not around anymore. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so so I, maybe I won't stop. I kind of need you around. Don't stop. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and it's my birthday. Yay. <laughs> and I'm joined by, as always. You're a facilitator of fun and lady of libation, Stephanie. Justina Argelical Jester is out she's doing homework yuck i don't know if she's doing her own homework or her child's homework i think it was her child's homework so i think she's doing because um helping her child write a paper no i think she's writing the paper and then penny's got work too so i think it's a combo of both i don't think so really because i i read it as she was helping i don't know i I thought she was finished with school no no she's she's in her master's program now is she yeah oh i didn't know that because i I stand corrected I, i Jellicle Jester does not have enough things on her plate. She was like, eh, grad school. Yeah, okay. Because so, uh, her day job, uh, for those who don't know, um, she's a, a recruiter for a, a you know, um, small college down here in Alabama. And apparently it's cheaper or free or something if she did. So she, she's taking some sort of communication leadership or something. Something. Master's, okay. Mastery. I, don't want I did not know that. We will have to ask her when she gets here. But I'm pretty sure I'm looking at my, yeah, I'm making sure I was right on my, because I was driving and I looked at my, my messenger, which you shouldn't do, so I don't recommend it. <laughs> but sometimes we all do that. Yeah, I could have just read it wrong, too, because I was uh, in a hurry. She's, uh, so it's loading, because while we have internet down back here, we don't have Wi-Fi yet. I'm working on it. I saw a lot of memes. Yeah. Oh, she has a paper due. You're right. And I'm trying to get Penny called up on her homework. From the first week, yeah. So, yeah, uh, her daughter um, is in the second grade, I think, and is doing online schooling because of the COVID. Yuck. So, there's that. I'm glad I don't have children at home. Me too. God love you parents out there for, for having them. But, um, I mean, you've had kids and they're grown. Right, right. But I didn't have to homeschool them. Right. <laughs> so. You're just like, peace out, bitches. I'll see you at three. <laughs> That's right. There's a reason why I'm not a teacher. <laughs> we met a teacher yesterday. Yeah, we did. While we were out. So, it's also my uh, my brother Paul's birthday. Um, he's born. Actually, today is his birthday. Yeah, today is his, his birthday. birthday. But we celebrated yesterday and uh, went out to uh, a local um, establishment establishment that I did not that's two floors and I never knew it was two floors I've been there lots of times never been on the stairs really? that's crazy because I've been there so many times and I've been upstairs so many times you know when you walk in you see the spiral staircase that goes up and I just thought that's that was in the front right, yeah. but I didn't know what that was I was like oh you know it's always I've never seen anyone use it so I've always thought it was closed or whatever uh, and so I just oh it's decoration <laughs> Been back there, but he never been upstairs. But it was kind of nice. I liked it up there. So yeah, kind of quiet and isolated, and I really enjoyed it. But um, he had a friend from school come in, and 
he the friend had some friends come by and one of them was a teacher in a master's program from Notre Dame that basically sends Catholic teachers off to Catholic schools. It's like mission work, but for education. Right. <laughs> so, you learn something every day. True that. So, uh, uh, speaking of birthdays. Yes. Do you know anything? Do you know any fun facts about your birthday? Um. Or do you know anybody famous born on your birthday? There were some, uh, yeah, and I can't remember because it wasn't. I know that The Rock and I are born just like a couple of weeks apart. Oh, that's and cool. that's that's really cool. The same year. Um, there's some people. I want to say. Uh, I want to say Grace Jones. Maybe let me <laughs> let me look this up. That would be awesome. Right. Um, Grace Jones is awesome. I speaking of Grace Jones, while you're looking that up, and I, I'm looking mine up too. I looked up earlier, and I, I had some and thought, but since I was like. I'll share this. So this is a fun thing. I didn't know you could do this on Wiki. You can look up specific days on Wiki, and it pulls up everything that happened on that day, like, you know, in recorded history. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Let's see here. Um, a lot of these people I don't know, so hold on, because they, they come up with, like, all these new people. Andre the Giant and I share a birthday. Oh, very cool. There you go. Malcolm X. Nice. Yeah. Let's see. Who else do I know? Why did I think Grace Jones? Maybe maybe I was just wrong. Oh, Peter Mayhew and I shared a birthday. Kenny Baker and I share a birthday. That's, so you get Chewbacca, I get R2-D2. That's kind of cool. That is cool. That is really cool. So, um, for, for August 24th, um, the crazy stuff that happens so in this country the panic of 1857 began which is was um the the biggest financial disaster that the country had before the great Def depression uh-huh so that happened uh mount vesuvius exploded oh geez <laughs> that like it's all negative it's all like that's terrible <laughs> like my, i was born on a bad day um oh here's something good amelia Earhart becomes the first woman to uh, fly across the united states nonstop. so that's pretty cool um. Oh, the World War II Allied troops began the attack on Paris. Oh, I um share birthday with Ho Chi Minh. <laughs> there you go. Uh, That's Mark, nice. Mark David Chapman is sentenced to twenty years to life for prison for murdering John Lennon. Oh, look at that. Uh, Cincinnati Reds manager Pete Rose is banned from baseball for gambling in 1989 <laughs> on my birthday. Mikhail Gorbachev resigns as head of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union on my birthday. Wasn't that good? I guess that's good. Um, Microsoft Windows 95 was released. Hurricane Andrew hit. Wow. Um, uh, and an earthquake in central Italy hit. That's <laughs> just like all those terrible things. Good gracious. So I share birthdays with, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to go like closer in history, I guess, than. Yeah, I went way back. I'm I'm trying to scroll to like you know. All right, so Steve Gutenberg, nice. So Mahoney from Police Academy, is and, and I share a, a birthday. Cal Ripken Jr., the baseball player. Um, somebody, my favorite ones was is coming up too. Um, Dave Chappelle and I share a birthday. Really, Kenny Baker and I share a birthday. Yeah, but Dave Chappelle makes me happy. It's like, Chappelle show, right? And then um. Oh, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, I'm trying to think who's newer. Look up what things that happened on my birthday, because I don't, 
I've never looked up what like stuff happening. I really don't think a whole lot went on 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 May nineteenth. <laughs> so oh, we we watch. So yeah, this is a good game to play with friends. The birthday <laughs> yeah. game. The birthday game. I just what horrible it. stuff <laughs> happened on your birthday? You should do a drinking game, or whoever has the worst thing has to buy someone else a drink. That would be good. Or if you've got the worst thing, you get a, you get a drink. <laughs> we inventing rules as we go. All right, so events. May nineteenth. Pope Gregory II is elected in 715. All right. Um, oh, here's one. 1536, Anne Boleyn is beheaded. Oh, <laughs> on my birthday. On your birthday. She lost her head on your birthday. Uh, also, uh, some years later, um, Queen Elizabeth I, uh, Anne Boleyn's daughter, uh, orders the arrest of Mary Queen of Scots. Okay. Are you Mary Queen of Scots? I am. <laughs> Um, and then that's about it. No, there's a lot. I'm just, there's, a, I'm just, I'm just trying to scroll down for like for and, like more interesting stuff. Um, uh, the New York uh, Post Sunday Magazine publishes Martin Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, letter from Birmingham Jail. Uh, in '91, the Croatians uh, vote for independence. I remember that. Um, yeah, you've got like gas bombs and car bombs. And there you go. Plane crashes. Oh, but uh, 2018, the wedding of Prince Henry, uh, Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> On my birthday. On your birthday. So look at there. Uh, um uh, the notable deaths was like for me is like Robin Leach <laughs> died on my birthday. There you so, go. So. The birthday game, yay! <laughs> so we have cake, gish. We do have cake, ish. Oh, ish. cupcake is cup. Is it's cake. cake. It's just a small. But it's not. A, it, 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 are are those cups? Do you do you consider that a cup? Well, it's probably act, an actual cup size when you look at it, like the right, size you, of a cup. I mean, you could put it in a cup, I guess. Well, I'm talking about measurement. Oh, okay. I think they just like, it looks like a cup. <laughs> no. It's like a teacup. I think, well, it could be, but I think it's the, the size of a cup. I don't know. It's yummy. <laughs> it is yummy. Just eat it. Yes, ma'am. Um, um, so <laughs> mm. Nom, 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 nom. So how's your week? It's been good. I've been catching up on TV. I've been watching trailers. I've been healing and I feel a lot better. Um, I saw the um, the Batman trailer. Oh yeah, wait, oh, yeah. DC had their fun dome yesterday. Yeah, I didn't see that, but I did. Um, I've been watching trailers since then, and um, dude, I just. <sighs> I just don't buy Robert Pattinson as Batman. I think that the scenes that I saw in the trailer with him and the cowl are okay. Um, it's the Bruce Wayne shots that bother me a lot. Yeah. It's the shaggy hair. Yeah, the he shaggy doesn't, hair is yeah, He doesn't look like a billionaire. He doesn't... Um, uh, there's so many good actors in that movie. I mean, the cast is really good. It's a strong cast, and but I just don't, I just don't know how I feel about him as Batman. I did like watching Batman beat the crap out of that guy, though. 
it was that was fun. So I think I will be more comfortable with him in the suit. He looks fine in the suit. That's it's what just, I'm saying. It's the the suit I'm okay with. It's the it's the Bruce Wayne. It's gonna take a little bit to get used to. However, on the flip side, um, Jeffrey Wright. I love him as Gordon in those mm-hmm. shots are just like why hasn't this ever been a thing? That's he's amazing. I, I thought like Gary Oldman's really good as Gordon back in for the Nolan movies, mm-hmm. and then Jeffrey Wright shows up and was like, no, no, I got this, and it just is. What's, what's Jeffrey cool, Wright's like? Hold my beer, right? He's totally. And I think what's cool about this is that this Batman seems to be like a a real detective story. I did get that. There, there there's there, a lot. There is some. There's some forensics going on, and that's kind of cool. So, um, it's just weird to me. Um, I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna. I hope it's better than what I think it is. Oh, what's the Colin guy? Colin. Um. Oh, Colin um, Farrell. Yeah, he's in it. I know. As the penguin. I know. Have you seen him? I haven't seen him he's yet. A, he's in the trailer. Oh, I didn't right. see, recognize him then. Yeah, because he's huge. Oh, wow. Like like, like the makeup only makes him look huge. I like, didn't recognize you him. Know, it's like, he's almost like, he may be bigger than like Russell Crowe. Like Russell, Russell Crowe's become puffy now. Yeah, he's, as he's getting older, he's getting a little chunky. But Which is fine. I love it because he's still, it's like, it's, he's a great actor. it's Russell Crowe, right? Uh, uh, speaking of Russell Crowe, he has a new movie out this weekend that was number one because there's no other movies out this weekend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Unhinged. I mean, I hear it's good. It's kind of like a falling down one. But anyway, so uh, yeah, they've got Colin Firth. There, there's pictures of him online now, um, but as, as Penguin or everyone... Everyone in this the movie, from what I understand, is, is like the proto version of their character. So we won't see Penguin be actual Penguin, but he's there. And then Joker's going to be there, but he's not Joker yet. And right. So, so it's, 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 you know. It's very much a Batman Year One story, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Zoe Kravitz, I love. I'm excited to see her as Catwoman. Um, one of the Skarsgårds in it. I love me some Skarsgårds. Uh, they're, they're like a great family. It's going to be good. It's a great cast. I just, I'm just have my doubts about Twilight Boy. <laughs> um, fandom had a bunch of stuff uh, release, so it started the whole fandoms. Um, for, for what you don't, if if you don't know what the DC fandom was, was because since there's no conventions this year. And especially no San Diego Comic Con, there was no way to really say, "Hey, this is what we've got showcasing for the year." Or, you know, for next year coming up in the future. And so San Diego Comic-Con did a San Diego Comic-Con online, but DC did not include, you know, they they, they opted out. Instead, what they did was this their own 24-hour online convention. And so you could watch it anytime. It was free. And they just had different panels and interviews and trailers and all kinds of stuff. And so the, 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 the big stuff that they showed was, it, I mean, it started out with Wonder Woman 84. Just straight out, just like, which looks really good to me. Yeah, it looks good. The only thing, I, the only thing I'm, I'm, I'm uh, cheetah. I just don't like cheetah. Cheetah. You does, don't like the um, like the way cheetah looks. The CGI cheetah. Yeah, just looks like I don't know. I, I'm not. Well, you know that was that was one of my biggest problems with the first movie was the CGI in the end. What was my problem? It was so fake looking. It was my problem with DC movies in general. Yeah, it's just so. It was just so over the top fake looking, and it just took me out of the movie. So, but this one has got some cool stuff. You know, you have Wonder Woman swinging from lightning bolts with with her lasso. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 
and so the plot sort of um, that's been speculated is that um, uh, the villain Maxwell Lord, who's played by Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. found a wishing stone of some sort, and he's broadcast the energy through a giant satellite to everyone in the world so they can get whatever they want. And so that's kind of how um, uh, Kristen, um, oh, what's her face from Wick. Wick becomes um, Cheetah. Cheetah. And then that's the thing, how uh, Steve Trevor comes back. Right. And so that's the speculation on that. And so, um, but it look, I mean, it looks cool. I, you know, I wasn't crazy about the first Wonder Woman. I like some parts of it overall. It was just like, and again, mostly it's the the bad CGI at the end. It's, it's so bad. It's the thing. It's the thing with all the DC movies. It's like, I like the casting with the Wonder Woman movie. I, I thought it was really good. I love um, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I think she's fantastic. No, I think she's great at it. I li- it's the writing and it's the it's it's. Um, the execution. Yeah. You know, it's it's just... It's just, it's just weird. Like, I don't know. I, I liked... Um, I like Wonder Woman in the other films better than I like her in her own film. Right. But, I'm hope, it, but I'm, it's not her fault. Right. It's, and I'm hoping that they realize that and some of that energy is in, in um, Wonder Woman 84. So, right. I mean, I'll see it. I mean, I'm excited to see it. So, it'll be good. Then we got some glimpses of Suicide Squad. Yep. Uh, we didn't get a lot, but there's like the cast is huge. It is a big cast. It's like everybody and their brothers in it. So except us, we didn't get in it. No. They filmed in Atlanta. We still didn't get in it. <laughs> so um, I'm sad that King Shard's not Ron Funches because <laughs> uh, I've watched. I know you've watched the Harley Quinn right. show, the cartoon, and Ron Funches <laughs> is King Shark in that, and he's the best King Shark. He's ever. so funny. God, he's so funny in that. And so um, that that show is hilarious. Um, but the trailer, there's not much. It was a behind the scenes thing. I didn't know John Cena was in it. That's what I learned. John Cena was in it, and he's um, he's kind of like a douchey Captain America, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so I'm um, that's gonna be fun. And James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy, um, is directing it, and I wrote and directed it. So because he got kicked off Guardians Galaxy three for a minute, and so DC just picked him up. More Warner picked him up to do a DC movie, right? <laughs> and then Marvel was like, oh, I'm sorry, come back. And so he's finishing Suicide Squad and going back to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 when he's done with that. Um, the other... Uh, the Rock had a trailer for Black Adam, which was weird. Oh, I didn't see that. Because there's no movie. There's no movie? <laughs> no, it, there's a movie coming. Right, but they haven't filmed anything. They haven't filmed anything yet. So and how could... I don't think they've got casting done in it yet. So it was all this, like, sto- animated storyboard stuff about, like, and, like, The Rock narrating stuff. Okay. It was, yeah, but it's you it's, know. it's basically like, sorry guys, as soon as COVID <laughs> is over, this is what's coming. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. But they, um, it you know, it's interesting. Uh, I don't know much about Black Adam. As you know, I was talking to some friends yesterday who was trying to educate me on it for the podcast. I was like, as much as I don't, DC's not, Marvel's my bag. DC's not really not. I know some things about DC, but Marvel, right. I'm, I'm really. And I'm the same way. The what I knew about DC is is when I love Wonder Woman. I collected Wonder Woman comics, so I know that universe. But that's it. Right. Uh, other than, you know, Batman and Superman because of the, the movies that we grew up with. Right, right. In, and, in the TV shows, cartoons. And, um, but with, you know, with Black Adam, I just was like, he's uh, like a, a reverse Shazam, like reverse Flash hiss. Yeah. Zoom. I was like, uh, he's a little bit more than that, but he's sort of. Apparently, he's a. F- 
his origin story is kind of funky because they always are. Um, but he was a, an Egyptian pharaoh who got similar powers by the same um, wizard that um, uh, Billy, what's his face, Shazam got his powers or Captain Marvel got his powers from. Um, and um, he was exiled and it took him 5,000 years to get back to Earth. And that he's kind of a, he's a villain mostly that they've turned into an anti-hero. Yeah. So he's a selfish kind of, I'm going to do whatever I want kind of guy. So that's just kind of so, weird. But The Rock, I mean, I mean, you know, looking at pictures of Black Adam and then looking at The Rock, I mean, it's great casting. I mean, he looks like him. So, right. so and then, then when you see the, in the, those projection images of you know, him as Black Adam, you're like, okay, I buy it. I totally buy this, 100%. And so, um, but it's supposed to have Hawkman in it. And uh, what much I know about Hawkman is like from the Justice League cartoon when we were I little. Know, right? <laughs> Hawk and, uh, well, actually, they had um, Hawkman in um, in some of the. Didn't he, wasn't he an Arrow? Yeah, that's, I was trying to say some of the crossover things that they did with Arrow and the Flash right. and all of that. So, so I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of this. Hawkman I, and Hulk Girl, they had both of I've them, watched, and um, it was pretty cool. A it little was, bit of Legion. Uh, uh, what was it? The League of Legends? Well, not League of Legends. It's um Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. There we go. I was I was friendly arguing with a friend of ours, Shannon. You know, Shannon know is Shannon. very opinionated about Call her superheroes. <laughs> Love Shannon. She is she is a uh, you know how I am anti Kryptonian. Right. She is as far pro Kryptonian as I am anti Kryptonian. <laughs> so we always argue she about loves her DC. Superman, huh? She loves Superman. Loves Superman. Um, but anyway, we were arguing and basically about the DC movies because she was dissing my man. <clears throat> you know my my beautiful hunka hunka Aquaman. Was she was she dissing Aquaman or Jason Momoa as Aquaman? She was dissing the. She was saying that the. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was like an opinion thing about move about the DC movies, which are the worst, which are the best. I gotcha. And we have very strong different opinions on that. Um, but what it came, what I finally said is like, you know, in all in the grand scheme of things, the only thing that DC has really done right are their TV shows. Their TV shows are really good. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it they they're consistently good writing and good acting and good and they keep you kind of interested in in what's going on. And I don't understand how they can put good TV out and just suck at movies. It's a it's I think it's a different mindset. So with television, you've got you know. 13 to 20 whatever episodes to do a season of right. stuff and so you've got some wiggle room to do some do some things in a movie you've got less than three hours nowadays to, right. to get your message but across it's like they spend so much time on on cgi and graphics and and explosions and this and that and they miss so much in the actual storytelling yeah and it's probably and you know I would imagine the the stories is all there in the first you know in the in the script and then you know after the writer gives it gives it to the studio the director gets his hand on and he always rewrites and then depending on your actor some actor like um, uh, Edward Norton in his contract rewrites all his scripts really yeah huh. so he just does the rewrite on the scripts 
as a screenwriter, that would drive me nuts. I just feel like I wrote it. I was like, no, no, yeah, you didn't write it the way I want it. And then he, fi- he fixes so it. So just don't hire Edward Norton. Yeah, you, you just write. don't put Edward Norton in your movie. <laughs> just, or you write with him. As if I don't know. I mean, I like Edward Norton. He's good. He's but good. yeah, that would irritate me it's, as, it's, if I were personally, a writer. Just like, but then again, it's like, you know, you're, you're paid to write a product. You're, you're paid well to write it. Then once you have it's not yours anymore. So if you can keep that mindset, I guess it's okay. But, you know, sometimes deep down it's like, mm, that just nicks me. I don't know. Right. <laughs> But what I know, they haven't paid me a writing thing yet. But, um, but I think there's, you know, I, I think you know, you know, directors and producers all get their hands on stuff and they you know, start cutting it, cutting it down because it comes down to what do thirteen-year-old boys in the Midwest want to watch, and that's how they judge most movies. On. Right. So, but uh, it's it just irritates me. I, I just I really want them to put out some good products eventually. So speaking of good products, um. This is a rarity in just film history. Uh-huh. Someone gets a second shot at something. And that's uh, Zack Snyder doing the his, his cut his, for Justice League. Right. So they released a trailer for that. And so if, so if you don't know, um, Zack Snyder, you know, who directed Man of Steel and um, Batman vs. Superman... Dawn of Justice, and then he he directed he wrote and directed um, Justice League up to a point, and then his daughter committed suicide. Right, and so he withdrew from the project, and so they brought in Josh Whedon, who apparently was terrible to everybody on set. He rewrote the script, he shot a bunch of extra stuff, and so he made Josh Whedon's version Just, Justice League and he used some of some of the stuff that was already shot but then he changed the story to, to fit what he needed and that's director's prerogative it is and I was really disappointed in him because I, I like I like Joss Whedon stuff I like yeah, a lot of it, but but it's funny because I let me. I like I love Buffy, right? I I enjoy Firefly. I'm not as crazy about Firefly as other people, but I really love Buffy. I love Buffy. I love Angel. I and love, then the yeah. more like it's like as time goes on, you just hear more and more terrible things about about, John, about yeah how, about how, how he's just not a good person, and I'm just like oh dude, that's you know first it was from his ex wife, and I could, I was like okay, that's that's just an ex wife saying ex wife things because sometimes they do that. Having one, I know. <laughs> um... I'm not saying they're not always true. I'm just saying sometimes they like to talk. And oh, I would never say anything bad about my ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then the the guy who plays um, uh, Cyborg in the um, Justice League was like, "Oh yeah, it was pretty toxic on set. And in fact, it got it's so toxic that now Warner Brothers is doing it. They're they're having an independent investigation about this. Oh my god, I didn't know it was that bad. <laughs> right. So like. Um, and Kevin Smith reported, talked to him, reported, he's not reported, he talked about this a year or so ago uh, when he was on um, the set of um, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Because the guys who did the special effects and stuff on Rise of Skywalker, the practical effects and stuff on Rise of worked on Justice League. And so he kind of got the dirt from those guys about how, like... How awful how he was. The, how, how, you know, Snyder, I mean, as Whedon just turned on all of Snyder stuff and said it was crap and all that. And these guys had worked, hey, first of all, they were handbaked right. by Snyder, and so they're, they're loyalists. Plus, you know, they understood the situation. This guy's kid died. Right. You, and the, you should just make the, finish the movie. No, he... He just his, had to be an ass about right, it. Right, he, he's going to not finish the movie. He's going to make his own movie out of it. Which I get, too, but... <laughs> It's still kind of... Be a little respectful, right, dude. Right, And so, and apparently he's just was, like, terrible on the set about it. And then, um, 
And I think, and what's really interesting about this stuff, though, is with the investigation, is that this wouldn't happen if the Snyder Cut didn't wasn't coming out. I think because most people would say, "Well, that movie was filmed three years ago. What are we? What are you going to do about it now?" Right. Well, now we've got this. We got this new this new movie ish. And what I find fascinating is, like I said, not, very few people get a second swing at something. But we're going to get a movie that was. We're basically going to get a two movies that you know that were shot at one time kind of thing. Right. So he's added some stuff that he's he he went and shot some more stuff, but I don't think he shot anything with with any any actors. It's just you know side things, just the filler. But it's supposed to be a, like a fundamentally different film. It's almost five hours. What? Yeah, it's almost five hours. So it's not coming in the theaters. No, no, it's going to be, be like it's going to be on HBO Max in two, uh, 2021, and they're going to run it uh, weekly. And it's going to be uh, like a like a limited series. They're going to do like an hour a week. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm excited about that. It's crazy. If you the trailer looks amazing, and like the first shot in there is Dark Side. Like that's just something like right. that's that's a, you know if you don't know Dark Side, he's you know he's Thanos was based off him. So he's he's DC's Thanos basically. Right. He's on this evil planet called Apocalypse. He usually fights Superman and the Justice League a lot, and you know. They had had rumblings of him in, in Whedon's version, and right. and then at the end of BVS, and um, that's a shot you say for later in the trailer or not in the trailer. On first thing you see, poof, Dark Side. You're just like, this that's is what you're, this is what you're gonna get. You're gonna get this, and so it's you know Dark Side and Desaad and some other cool you know cool people from Apocalypse look are, are in it. Um, um, Stephen Wolf, you know, is still the main bad guy. Right. He looks a lot better than he did in Justice League. Just a whole lot better. He does. And so I'm I'm really happy about, about that. And so I you know, I, I know a lot of people don't like Justice League. I know a lot of people don't like like Snyder's run on um DC stuff. I am not a fan of Man of Steel. I think it, I don't, it's it, it's not his best. But I I love Batman Superman. It's it, <laughs> So here's the thing. This is I don't it when uh, Justice League has ties to my childhood because mm-hmm. it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Sure, yes, it was. And and so I grew up with those characters from the cartoon. And of course, because of that, the Justice League movie is important to me. Right. I mean, so that's that's my connection to it. I didn't read those comics. I didn't, you know, that's no, not no. what I read. When no. I... When I started reading comics, it was Marvel, it was X Men. Oh, right. I love all the X Men. Every, I mean, X, you know, I'm talking about X Men, Excalibur, X Force, mm-hmm. some, all the X Men books. That's that's what I, you know, read. That's why so. we're best friends. That's right. So, <laughs> I mean, fact, hold on real quick. I'm wearing, I, I know, I saw your shirt. I have a brand new Rachel Summer shirt I bought for myself on my birthday. I was like, <laughs> it's beautiful. I noticed it. So, so. Uh, um, but. But of course, we grew up with the Justice League. Oh, you sure did. So, you know, I want it. I, I want it to be right. You know, so I'm looking forward to to this director. I, I, I don't mind. I mean, I like the Whedon Josh, Justice League movie. It's fine. My my, I don't like its third act. My biggest problem with it is just like all the other DC movies, it's it's over. Yeah, the weird. Over, yes. yeah. Steppenwolf looks dumb. Yeah, it just I, looks bad. Know, but I, I but I like like Steppenwolf versus the Amazons is a very cool scene. They're yeah. on horses and trying to chase the mother box and all that yeah. stuff. It's cool stuff's cool. Um, I I love all the stuff with Flash. Um, Flash is cute because he's funny and it works. Um, I like. 
I like Bad Flag. I like I like a lot of people don't like Bad Flag. I love Bad Flag. I think he's pretty good. He's, he's a he's a good older I like Bruce Wayne. Ba- I like him better than I like Christian Bale as Batman. And mainly, I guess the the voice, but <laughs> Batman. Because because on on Nolan's films, and I, I was talking to another friend about this yesterday, but on you know, he was upset that they don't make good Superman movies because it seems that everyone who every one of the directors hates Superman. Super, I hate Superman, I know, I, I get but, it. but I can understand why Superman. It's hard to make. An interesting movie about a character that is really so one to me. I mean, he's he, he's just so damn good. It's like you can't. He's not interesting. But but I, so but but I think we I think they did that. I think I think the seventy nine Superman film is brilliant, and it's. I think yeah. I I like the older <laughs> Superman yeah, yeah. movies Donner, better than the newer. Yeah, Donner's Donner's both Superman one and two because they filmed them together, but he they got knocked off the second one. They re- did a re-edit on it. I just think Superman's a boring character. I, I, I'm not yeah. disagreeing with that. I mean, I I can get that, but I you know I, but I think you can. There's ways that you you can tell his story and make an interest. In the comics, they they do that. Yeah, you know, but he's kind of one dimensional. You know, he's the good guy. Yeah. And, I like when he struggles with that being the good guy. There's a great story in um, uh, there's a comic called um, No Man's Land. It was a a, a a Batman crossover, right? Where an earthquake hits Gotham City and uh, it's devastated beyond repair. It's kind of the plot of um, not only Nolan's third Batman movie. But also the second season of Harley Quinn because that kind of all happens, right. and so in you know, as because you, you saw Harley Quinn, right? Uh, second season, the president's like, okay, Gotham City is no longer part of the United States, and that happens in the comics. Right. And so um, there's a great story of Superman coming, flying to Gotham to save the day. He's going, I'm going to help these people, and Batman shows up and says, get out, get out of my city. <laughs> this is my city. And he goes, no, no, Bruce, you need my help. And so he says, I'll give you 24 hours. And so Superman goes and tries to save the day, but he's unable to. Much like, uh, you know, when Christ was being you know, assaulted by the lepers, there's just right. so many, there's so much he can't do. Right. And then he realizes that Gotham isn't ready to be saved. And so it's heartbreak. That's the stories I like. That makes... I mean, it, it flushes Superman out so well. It does. I mean, Clark's now, got potential. I enjoyed that the writers of Smallville, I think, did a great job with it because mm-hmm. it made Superman very much um, a regular person mm-hmm. with regular issues. Right. You know, like regular struggles. Um, and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that show a lot. And I could, that was this, even though he was young, that was a Superman I could relate to. It's like okay, I, I get, I dig this guy. I got you. He's normal, ish. I got you. But um, I just, I just don't. I can't. I, I have no connection. I feel no connection I, I, to you Superman. know. You know, Superman, I can take or leave. Yeah. Most of, most of the DC, I can take or leave. I don't have like, I like. I don't think I like any of the main ones. I always like side characters. I like Bad Girl. I like. Um. Doctor Fate. I like Zatanna. I like you know Harley, and you know I like you know those side people. I don't really you know right. The, I th- to me, they're a little bit more interesting. But um, 
I don't know how we got this deep in this tangent, but it's kind of fun. So, it was, you know, because we're awesome and nerdy, cause it, right? Because you know, so my buddy said that it, you know that um, directors hate Superman. And that's that's the problem with no one can get him right. And I kind of I kind of agree. Um, they don't treat Superman very well in these these films. Nope. So I don't know. It's it's been interesting, but I'm really really excited for the Snyder cut. Um, should um. That's I don't know how, we don't have a date for that. Show some video games too. They had um, Suicide Squad getting a video game and it had a, the, it's cutscene you'll enjoy the, the the opening scene they have. Right. It's um animated beautifully, and it's um it's just Harley being and and the rest of the Suicide Squad, but it's just it starts with Harley being uh, Harley. <laughs> it's great. Um, there was also uh, speaking of Harley, there was a Q and A on um with Harley, the animated Harley for um. Just fans asking her questions, right. and had Kelly Cuoco playing Harley doing. She, and she's, she's hilarious. Perfect. I think she's my favorite. You know, I can't remember who did the original voice in um, the animated series when she first came out. That was always my classic Harley. Mm-hmm. Now I'm kind of like, uh, if if it's not Kelly, I, I don't know. Right. I, mean, I don't even like Margarita. Is like I, I, I don't whatever. But I love her though. I do too. But I think I don't know. I, if Margot ever decides to. to to go, I think they have a you know, <laughs> they have good replacement. Yeah, I'd watch Penny from, from <laughs> Bing Bing Theories mm-hmm. early all day long. Oh yeah, but she did a she did Q and A um, about about um, just the show and stuff like that, and then she got asked if there was just season three, and she goes, you know, you know, you know, seriously, we don't know, and it was probably up to some some. You know, some fuckwad executive, and then she paused. Well, if you're the fuckwad executive, please. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we really. You know, it was, it was cute. It was really funny. That's um, awesome. They bleeped all the the language, but whatever. But it was still, it was, it was. It's still adorable. Yeah, it was adorable. And if I can find, if they release a clip online, I'll share it because it's, it's great. And the other video game was Gotham Knights, which looks really good. They, you know, they've had a series of Batman video games that I've never played, but it looks amazing. I just, again, my connection to Batman is like, uh, whatever. Yeah. But, um. Well, you know, I don't, I don't video game. Right. Home. But the, um, I, I, you know, I, I don't do a lot, but these games are getting more and more like you're, you're playing in a movie. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of appealing to me. So, the, so this one, the the premise is Batman is dead, and it's up to three former Robins and Batgirl to save the day. I mean, and so it's not that I wouldn't. My thing with gaming is I I used to do video games. I did. I used to you know do the home home games and um way back in the day, and I would obsess over them, mm-hmm. like spend. I'm talking about I would not sleep. I'd stay up all night gaming and then have to try to function as an adult. And um, so I quit. I got rid of my stuff and, and just don't, I, because I don't have time so, to so, dedicate. So now all you got to do is get, get you a system and some games and a Twitch channel and you can make a lucrative career out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to get us a Twitch channel for in here so you and I can game. That'd be funny. It would be funny. It would be funny. I just, I can't, I can't. Um, I don't have self-control. I don't know when to stop. It's like, this is so good. I'm so far. Oh, oh I just got past, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to make that happen. You know, drinking and gaming, that should be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make that happen. But the Gotham Knights is um, Red Hood, which is Robin 2, Jason Todd. Uh, Nightwing, who is Dick Grayson, Robin 1. Mm-hmm. Tim Drake, which is, he he is Robin 3. But he, in the game world, he's the current Robin. 
Right now, the current Robin is um, Batman's son, Damien. All uh, right. Yeah, Batman has a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, Batman has a kid with Talia um, uh, Razagul's oh, daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an, it was in a... St- it was in a story that was long forgotten called Son of the Demon. Like it was like written in the early nineties, late eighties or whatever, and no one talked about it for a long time. And then like mid two thousands, um, uh, Grant Morrison, the writer, came in and goes, "All right, so Batman's kid shows back up, and it's like he's been trained. He's like thirteen and has been spending his whole life being trained by the League of Assassins." Oh my god! And so his mom brings him. Talia brings him. And goes, "All right, uh, he spent the thirteen years with his mom. Now go spend time with dad." There you go. And so it's your turn. So he's like uh, a vicious, murderous Robin. <laughs> That's awesome. Who's Batman trying to teach to like? No, you can't kill anybody. He's like, I can kill whoever because I'm really good at killing. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 interesting. Um, and then of course Batgirl Barbara Gordon and uh, uh, the walking version since she's not in a wheelchair. But she hasn't been in a wheelchair in a while. Yeah. See if they fixed her. <laughs> Yay. So I'm trying to I think that's all the big news out of the fandom. All the, the cool looking stuff. And uh, they announced a sh- another Shazam film and a name for it, but I didn't see the first one. So. <laughs> you should have heard the discussion at my house about the this DC fandom stuff. Jamie, we were sitting on the couch. And, uh, you know, for our listeners out there, you I have been recovering from surgery. And my time in the hospital, so I haven't been feeling well. And um, my, we were sitting on the couch one night, and um, this past week, and my husband looks at me, and well, there was a commercial for the DC fandom that came on, and he says, so are you and Scotty going to watch that? And I looked at him, and I said, uh, not together. I don't, I don't know what, what, you know, I'm, I'm literally like sitting on the couch and on pain meds. And he looked at me, he says, well, what do you mean you don't know? I mean, this is your thing. You should be watching it. Are you going to watch it? And I'm like... Hold on. Is he, is he our producer now? <laughs> I was like... I just looked at him and I said, well, I'm sure Scotty's going to watch it. I said, I don't know. I said, I've been in the hospital. I said, I don't... I, I probably won't watch it. I don't know what's going on. You know? It's like... He's like, well, you should watch it. You should watch it. And it's like, just don't tell me what to do, asshole. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I watched. I didn't watch a lot of it. I I, I, I caught some. I probably. I think out of twenty four hours, I probably caught two. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe if that. Maybe less. I don't think that. he understood what it was. Right. You know. And, 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 like, and so what I would do was like when they would release a trailer, I would watch the trailer. Right. And then you know they released the Batman while we were at dinner, so I didn't get to see that. And like Josh was texting me, goes, "It looks awesome." I was like, "I can't look at." It. So I watched it when I got back to the car after dinner, and got to listen to it on my stereo speakers, which was kind of awesome. No, oh, yeah. But um, um, it was just funny. It was just. It was in like, fact, I mean, we, we've talked more than uh, than I thought we were going to actually talk about. I thought we were just going to talk about the trailers, but it was. Um, I mean, it's a good conversation anyway. But I was like, so I didn't. I didn't pay that much attention to it. I did watch the. Kevin Smith, Mark um, Bernard, and uh, podcast that was afterwards. Yeah, and they they were doing like trailer reviews, so they would run the trailer and talk over it. And then when they got to the Zack Snyder one, because it uses Leonard Leonard Cohen's uh, Hallelujah, right? They got they got that was weird. They got kicked off the YouTube. Yeah, it <laughs> was weird to me. And so, yeah, that's a weird song. I do like um uh. Something in the way the Nirvana song that they used for the Batman. Yeah, that was that fit better than than Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Right. 
So, I mean, Zack Snyder likes that song. We know he was, it's in Watchmen. Right. But it was still weird. It's also an inappropriate scene in Watchmen. And that's when Al and, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, I have sex in that Al, the Archie. <laughs> it's like, okay, Zack Snyder, that's okay. It's like, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, six writer. Um, so, so theaters are open again. Yeah, the, you saw a movie. I, yeah, I went in the theater. I went uh, Thursday afternoon and saw The Empire Strikes Back. I'm very excited. I am. Um, uh, of course, this week the um, New Mutants. Yeah, come um, out. Co- comes out. Uh, it comes out Friday. Yeah, so that and I think Bill and Ted three. Yeah. So I I'm excited. I um I want to go. I saw, of course, I've I've seen trailers for both of them, mm-hmm. and they look really good. I'm <laughs> the thing about New Mutants is that it's it's I'm excited that it's finally come out. I'm again surprised they didn't just kick it to Hulu. Um, but they held on and knew that you know theaters are going to open on the 28th, come hell or high water, and so you know some of them opened on the 20th. The most, the majority are open on the 27th, the Thursday before. Right. And so we're getting, um, like I said, New Mutants and Bill and Ted. So I'm like, I'll, I'll go. Uh, I did Empire Strikes Back. You know, hey, it's, Star Wars is is Empire's 40th anniversary. So I'm like, I'm gonna go see it. But it was really like, I want to test the theater out. And how was it? And so um, uh, I was very surprised how they handled everything. The theater itself was up to about a third capacity, and. Um, you know, everybody was social distanced. Um, you know, you you pre-bought your seats ahead of time, so you knew where you were going to sit. Right, you could select your seats. You still, yeah, you could select your seats, and then um, and because it was just by myself, I I selected um, I like to sit on the when I'm by myself, I like to sit on the top like corners, away from anybody anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's a in this particular theater, there's literally a seat up in the corner, and there are no seats by it. Like no real actual yeah. seats. It's just empty. And then there's a bar, and then there's the the next row starts. Right. So it was like, oh, good. This is where it's, it's like it's like I'm the pocket gunner seat. I'll sit there. And so and so, that's where I sat. And nice. I'll, I'll, I can't. I can't not. It's so hard for me to sit at the top and watch a movie. Oh, I can sit. I, I can sit anywhere except the front row. I'm a. I am. Emma Sheldon. I got to find the perfect spot, which is usually center center. You're right. Well. Until they started making these really long movies, now I'm center aisle. Yeah, I'm because uh, if I have to pee, I yeah. want to. I don't want to disturb people. I'm, I'm, I used to be a center center person. Now I'm just like an aisle person. Just I just want to be on the aisle. Yeah, I like to be on the aisle now, just so I, you know, I can get out quickly. So, uh, so there's something uh, I want to talk about the this version of Empire Strikes Back, not not the movie, but the experience. Okay. So um, normally I'm I'm annoyed at um, people talking in the theater. And I'm annoyed, especially by children. Mm-hmm. However, this one gets a pass. Why? So on the other, on the top row, on the other side of the theater from, from me was a family of three, I think. And one of them was a young, young boy, probably seven or eight years old. Okay. I've never seen a child so wrapped up in a Star Wars in my life. Probably watching this for the first time, you think? Probably, uh, uh, if... Probably in the theater. In the theater. Definitely. Definitely in the theater. Not, you know, and so it was, don't get me wrong. He was, he was good and quiet for most of it, but there was those, those, those moments where he just couldn't help it. Right. So like, um, 
when Yoda said do or do not, you know, there's no dragon, he, he quoted it. And it was just like, he wasn't trying to be loud. He was just excited. Oh, that's so cute. And it was though. adorable. And I was like, okay, all right. You, this this one, you get a pass. I'm not going to stare at you and be like, shut shut up. I need you to right. focus on the movie. I mean, he was just so excited. And it was really. And that's precious. Luke, I'm your, you know, I know I'm your father. It was like, oh. <laughs> so. Empire holds up. It's four years old and just still looks amazing. It just looks amazing. Empire's a great movie. So uh, it's still playing. If uh, it's going to be playing all week, so if you're got a theater that's open air, check check your local listings and go go see it while, while it's here. While we yeah. have the good thing about COVID, if there's anything good, is that since they're not making a lot of movies, we have um they're just releasing old movies so they had like Back to the Future and Goonies and Black Panther and a couple others and then they also had the Empire so I was like I'm gonna go see Empire I love all those movies so it's all good it's all good so uh, New Mutants I'm, I'm definitely gonna go see um, well hopefully we'll go together yeah, hopefully we'll go, go, go uh, I'm thinking Thursday um, we should be able to do that um, we'll, we'll just plan we'll, we'll, we'll talk off, about off, off the we'll, air we'll, we'll plan. get it figured out and then I'll probably see uh, Bill and Ted on Saturday I can uh, go with you that too. Too cool. Probably see that in Mobile. I'm here. Awesome. Because aren't we gonna we're gonna podcast Saturday anyway? Yeah, we're gonna podcast Saturday anyway. So might as well. Might as well do it. Yeah. So we'll podcast and go see Bill and Ted afterwards. Well, you need to open your birthday present. Oh, yeah, I'll open my birthday present. Yeah. I've been talking and almost forgot about it. So she she does like I do. Um, I don't rap. <laughs> well, I get you also a bag that doesn't say happy birthday, so you can use it for prize packages. For oh, her. look at this! She's a, so someone's going to be getting this bag eventually at another event. So let's see. Oh, look! So oh. you can hear the bag. You can hear the bag. There it is. I have a shirt now that says podcast. That's what I do, and I know things. Just like uh, drinking. <laughs> I might have to get you one that says drinking to go along with it. I have one. Oh, do that you? says I drink and I, I know, know things. things. I drink, I podcast, and I know things. I love it from Game of Thrones. That's it. That's amazing. I, I thought lo- it was cute. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ooh, look at this. I got a Hamilton book. <laughs> look at that. It is really awesome. Oh, look at that. Have you been looking at it all week? I, I totally looked at it and I'm like, I should have ordered two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is gorgeous. Look, it's got costume design. Isn't that cool? Oh, very, thank you very much, Daphne. You are welcome. I love it. I'll take pictures of these and put them online. Yay. I think there's a card in here. There's a card. That's uh, That book is so cool. That book is cool. This is very sweet. I like to give books as gifts. Books are great gifts. And it's right up my alley. Thank you very much. Absolutely. It was was like, what does Scotty not have? That's hard to buy for you, by the way. (laughs) Happy birthday for me, the awesome person, the awesomest person you know. That's true. You are the awesomest person I know. Like, I even had to sign this, please. <laughs> very cute. Thank you very, very much. Also, it says, you know, hey, birthday from your bestie. Love Stephanie. Oh, and Jamie, too. <laughs> very cute. Thank you very, very much. I love it. I love you. I love you, too. Tell you the mushy part of the podcast. Um, before we go, I wanted to talk about aliens. Yes, let's do it. Um, I was going to save this for Justina, uh, but Justina's not here today, so she's just going to have to listen to it. So you remember in the last week in the podcast that she was upset about Newt. Right. 
poor Newt dies in Alien 3. Or does she? <laughs> <laughs> so before Alien 3 came out, Dark Horse Comics had the license to do Alien comics. Right. And so before Alien 3 came out, they had the semi-official Alien 3 story. It was a comic called Alien uh, Aliens Earth War, which happened 13 years after Aliens. Right. And um, the company, the Suwako goes back to Earth, uh, you know, like they're supposed to in the sleep chamber. Right. Um, but when they arrive, um, there's more alien trouble. And so the company wakes up uh, Ripley and then sends her out. So Nude is raised by Hicks. Okay. And so it's about Nude and Hicks reuniting with Ripley. Um, there, There's an alien infestation on Earth now. Oh, wow. Like a terrible infestation on Earth. And so like you can't go to Australia because it's like... <laughs> Covered well because they do have the deadliest creatures in right. the world in Australia. Yeah, and like if you um, if people like try to get on planes from to to, to fly out, they just shoot them down. Oh my That's god! That's how bad it is. It's like crazy pandemic stuff. And so um, th- there's a there's another. So you got the you know the queen, but they found a bigger queen. They called the queen mother, and so Ripley, Newt, and Hicks are going to go out to go catch this. Queen Mother. Catch it or kill it. Yeah, and that's what that's about. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, New Living has another adventure, which is very cool. The uh, other, but what happens with it is that so Alien 3 comes out and they kill Newton Hicks off. So Dark Horse was like, well, how about we just do this? And then they just basically changed everyone's name. Oh my God. And changed the title. So it's now Aliens Female War and Newt's name Billy and I think Hicks is Wilt. And there's Ripley, but it's not Ripley. It's a synthetic Ripley. So she's a Ripley bishop. That's and crazy. So, and so they are on this all day. And, but there's a couple of stories with them on this side time, timeline that I was you know, found out on my research. And I thought that was pretty awesome. I have, I've read Earth War. I've, you know, I've had it. It's uh, arts by Sam Keith, the guy who did the Max. Right. And so it looks, it's, it's, I love Sam Keith's style. So it was, it's very cool. And then the other story we wanted to tell was, so uh, Aliens has a, has a, again, I'm air quoting, um, a sequel called Alien uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, which is a video game. Oh, cool. And it was supposed to be the official sequel to Aliens. Right. And it's supposed to fix a lot of things that uh, were addressed in Alien 3. Uh-huh. And like like Hicks is alive in Aliens Colonial Marines, and right. they explained how that happens, and they they brought in Michael Bean to do the voices, and they brought in a lot of people to come back to do voices for the show for the the game. Um, so here's a story about that. I love Aliens. I love Aliens. Yes, one of my favorite movies. I also like enjoy video games. So I had pre-ordered this game when they first announced it in like 2010. Oh wow! Yeah. And then it just got into development hell. Wait, you pre-ordered this in 2010? I pre-ordered it. Are you about to tell me that you have not received this? No, no, no. I got it. I okay. Did, no. And so um, the pre-order would get canceled because they would cancel the game and then they would bring it back. And so I would right. pre-order it every time they would try to bring it back. So 2012, I'm in college. Um, they're announcing they're finally going to come out. Come, it's going to come out, uh, you know, uh, Christmas two, 2012. And so I pre-order it again. And not only do I pre-order it, 
I pre-ordered the Smazzy Special all the, all ult, the Ultra. I spent like 120 bucks on this game because it came with like a, it came with a statue, and it came with like all, but all, all that stuff didn't matter to me. <laughs> and all these add-ons, you could, you know, it had you could get. Um, like Ripley's combo weapon at the end of the movie. Right. That could be a weapon you could get that if you pre-ordered, you got this. Right. But among the pre-ordered weapons was the Terminator laser gun, the phase plasma rifle. Oh my God. And I'm like, I can't wait to play the, f- I'm, I'm, that'll be awesome. I'm here to take my money. And literally I was like, take my money. And, I, and this is, I was in college. I didn't have no money. So it was my hard earned hundred dollars went to whatever it was to, to go pay for it. Christmas comes, it doesn't come out. <laughs> Oh my God! Six weeks later, it shows up, and I'm ex- I'm so excited. I'm, I tell you how excited I was. I called into work. I didn't go to classes that day. Oh my God! You stayed home and played video I games. St- I'm staying home to play this game, and I am excited. I am just I'm so happy. Can I play? Wait to play this Marine. I've got all the stuff. I'm gonna load all this stuff. All the all the all the extras. I'm ready to go. Oh God! What happened? It's the worst game I've ever played in my life. The um. The the creature CGI is terrible. Like it's it's even on the hardest level, it's stupid easy. It's it, right. It's just it's like it's 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 so easy. It's unfun. Oh no! And the story mode's a mess. And I was like, it's all right. It's got it's got player versus player. I'll just play online with play because that's where you get to use all the special stuff. Right. Some some people get to play aliens and some people got to play calling Marines. And it's okay. That's a cool concept. I like that. And so I, I get all excited to play you know multiplayer because the story mode sucks. And I, I get my get my Marine made up and I go get my um my phase plasma rifle because I'm going to just start zapping uh, aliens. And it's the worst gun ever made. <laughs> the thing I wanted the most was like, horrible. I, that, I literally spent the extra money to get this thing. And it was like, you know, I thought it was like a laser gun. You click the button and shoots a laser. No, you got to charge it up. And while you're charging up, the alien is killing you. <laughs> oh my God. Are you it's, serious? It's, it's so terrible. And it's like, and the story is, 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 is a mess and it's just like I, I beat it I beat because it's so easy it didn't it didn't mean like I beat it that day it was like it was, that's how easy it was and um so I I met Michael Bean I've met him a couple of times but the, the, when I, one of the times I met him I asked him about the game oh yeah and how, how he felt about it he goes well how do you feel about it and I said eh and he goes I totally phoned that performance in <laughs> He said, I was excited to do it because I like the idea of Hex coming back. Right. And they do. They have the story where Hex and the story, the story of the game is that you, you know, in the movie, they tell you that, you know, a rescue crew is coming in 17 days. Right. The war says no sense sent out. So you're that rescue crew to go. Right. Find, find them, which is a great idea for a story. But then they were like, oh, well, this, um, the Suvaco, uh, is also, uh, there, uh, the Whaling Utani also has an, uh, a a laboratory on on the planet full of you know they're, they're doing experiment with aliens so that's what you discover right which is not nearly as interesting because you're now finding aliens and Whaling Utani guys who are they're also terrible what they don't their CGI does their AI doesn't work so Michael Bean was like yeah I was really into it I read the story thought it was gonna be really really cool and then I got there and they're like oh these guys aren't serious these guys are not serious at all and so he goes eh, since they weren't serious and they were paying me a lot of money I just did what I did. 
That's so, crazy. So I was like, good for you, Michael Bean. Good for you. That's it. So I, doing my research on that, I found out why the game was bad. Why? Um, they the There's a command code um, for the programming on the game that uh, they, they misspelled a word. Are you serious? And that's why the, the AI is easy. Because it was supposed to be, the aliens are supposed to be able to like go through vents and all this other kind of crap, pop out of everywhere. And because it's misspelled, they don't do that. That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so, so there's a Colonial Marine story. So, the, so I just wanted to add uh, Newt's Alive, maybe. and uh, <laughs> In a video game <laughs> world, who knows? It was terrible. Like, I, I kind of want to... If I, if I can find my 360, I may bring it up here one day, one day, show you how bad that game is. It's too funny. It's just so bad. They made an Alien sequel, Ice, um, Isolation, about Amanda Ripley's daughter, and it's really good. It's a it's a real good, like, like horror game. So, you know, so, oh, yeah. yeah. So you don't got weapons, and you're hiding from the thing. It's it's pretty sweet. That's cool. Um. So next week, we have a guest. Yes, we do. Uh, our good friend Uncle Henry from the Uncle Henry Show will be here. I'm so excited about that. I am too. Um, we'll have to clean up. We'll have to clean up a little bit. Um, but yeah, so um, we have chosen um, one of his favorite movies. I know this because me and him saw it the last time it was in theaters. <laughs> that was two years ago. That's awesome. He's got stories he wanted to tell about it, so I'll let him tell those. This is my husband's favorite movie too. Oh, so he's going to enjoy watching it this week. Yeah, he he loves this movie. He even said he may come to the podcast to watch us. Well, we have plenty of space. That's right. So uh, we're going to watch Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Dun, dun, dun. Khan! I am excited. I've already been looking up drinks because I wonder if Uncle Henry is going to partake in my cocktail. He probably will. Um, I am, um, because I don't think he would want to be rude. There you go. Uh, I am very curious about... Justina watching this movie. <laughs> she already does not like Star Trek. Right. And this is a different Star Trek, so I don't... We, She'll be so confused I, of who these people are. I, I think it does a good job telling you who they are, though. I don't... It does, but she's... The whole time, she's going to be trying to find people that she recognizes from the, the first, from one, the first, the first one, one she saw, which aren't even born yet. Yeah, so, I, I, I think you that... Know, think, think, I'm not going to tell her. No, don't tell her. I'm not going to tell this her. This is going to be great. I'm so glad she's not here today because this is going to be so much fun. Um, yeah, she's going to be very um, confused. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm a, she's going to be like, who are these people? See her how how, how far her eye will roll. <laughs> so, right. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Let's watch, uh, listen to the trailer now. Beyond the darkness, beyond the human evolution, is Khan a genetically superior tyrant. Exiled to a barren planet, banished by a starship commander he is destined to destroy. Left for dead, he has survived. I'll chase him round the moons of Nibia and round the Antares maelstrom and round Perdition's flames before I give him up. There she is. There she is. Fire! Shoot collapsing, Captain. 
Not enough against their shields. The base is stubborn. Scotty, I need warp speed in three minutes or we're all dead. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me. Marooned for all eternity. Buried alive. Buried alive. Sean! Sean! At the end of the universe lies the beginning of vengeance. Star Trek II. The Wrath of Khan. Opens at a theater near you, June 4th. It's a cool trailer. I, I it's got a cool poster too. I, I, I did a short film in college, and um, we got selected for a couple of film festivals. So we were we were required to have a poster, and I was like, I didn't have a poster, so I just took still images I had from the movie and arranged them in the way that the, they were arranged on the poster from Wrath of Khan. Nice. <laughs> so, so because I remember watching it as a kid. It's I saw this in theaters. I was, it was uh, eighty two, so it was. Four going on five, I think when I saw it. And I remember seeing it. In theater. I don't. I don't know if I saw it in theaters or not. I want to say I did. I had to have, but um, I love this movie. I love oh, Ricardo Montalban is so, good, so good in this movie. He's so good in this movie. He's so good. This, uh, this movie is great. And, so, and it's like the star. It's so funny because the Star Trek movies can be either terrible. Or they can be really good, yeah, depending they, on... They, they say all the evil it, ones all are... All the evil ones are good. But I disagree because I don't like the whale one. I don't... I hate the whale one. And that's I four. Hate, I think that's the stupidest one. One of my favorites was the um, the Klingon prison one. Oh, yeah. That's six. That's six? Yeah, that's Undiscovered Country. Yeah, I like that one. I was like, right. Of course you do, because it's a Klingon prison and Shakespeare. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's all these favorite things that you have. <laughs> that I have, yeah. It's like, I like this movie. This is great. I saw that one uh, in theaters. Me and Dad saw that um, back when um, Dolphin Street had the theater still. Yeah. The whale one was stupid, I thought. Which one? The whale. Yeah, the whale one is... Uh, Everyone loves it though. Everyone. And we'll Jamie probably, liked it. I didn't we'll like it. We'll probably do it on the podcast too because I wanted to talk about how dumb it is. But <laughs> watch Justina likes that one. She probably will. Watch her like that one. I don't know. I think we should do the trilogy though. I mean, probably not on the road, but we need to do two, three, and four because that's the trilogy. Because that does. Yeah. yeah that's the, that's the one that I'll. Con, the search for, for Spock, Spock, and then. The, um, um, then the Voyage Home. Yeah. Which is um, the Lose Act 3. See, I liked The Search for Spock. I do too. And that's an odd, an odd number it's, one. It's, I liked it. It's it's better than one. It's not as good as two. It's better, in my opinion, it's better than four. One is, was just so bad, I think they're all better than one. Well, one, I don't think one is bad. I just think it's long and boring. There's, it's, Yeah, that's what it is. It's just hard, painful to watch. There's there's some good scenes in it, but it's like, after a while, it's after a while, they're like trying to be Kubrick. Yeah. You know, Spock goes through that whole when he's going into V'ger, it's just almost lifted from 2001. Um, so it's, there's that. I, five's a mess. I mean, f- I think five will do on the catacombs or, or as a live Which show. Which one was five? Um, uh, the Final Frontier, where you find out that Spock has a brother, Cybok. Oh, yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> and so, uh, and the let's get in uh, touch with your feelings and go fighting God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was dumb. Shatner directed that one. That one has marshmallows in it, so. 
<laughs> that one we should do at a, at, a, at a convention and give out marshmallows. Some, yeah, should, we should do that should one. Do that. And then some of the next generation ones were done. What was it? Is it Insurrection that was so bad? Answer, I don't like Insurrection. Nem- I I don't really like Nemesis, but there's like, there's things in Nemesis. Like, Nemesis gave us Tom Hardy. There's that. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy is as a clone. I like Tom Hardy. I do too, but he, like, it's really hard. Oh, I want to talk about Tom Hardy for a minute. Okay. Thank you for this is going to be a long podcast. We hadn't talked about because you were in the hospital. We I was talked. in the hospital, and you don't get to talk geek. Did stuff you watch with- Capone? Yes. That was a dumbass movie. Yeah, it was so stupid. <laughs> I was like, please tell me you didn't like that. I watched it and I was like, <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. It's so dumb. So we, so I saw, okay, oh, Tom Hardy's Capone. This is going to be a really me good too. movie. Not realizing that it was like the the last couple of years of his life when he had syphilis and was crazy and old. Right. And really it not. was a stupid. Uh, he also, also not old. He's forty eight. Well, you know what I mean. But, like, but he looks like he's seventy. And it's he like, looks like he said, "Yeah, he's not old, but he's like he he basically pretty much. I mean, like he pisses himself and wears diapers and you get there's like, a whole uh, I mean, scene. It's just the, weird. There's a whole scene in the in the movie where he is just in a diaper and a robe with a Tommy gun, just shooting everybody. So my question is this. <laughs> God, God. So this movie was made by the guy, I can't think of his name, but the guy guy who directed the last Fantastic Four film, the the bad one. Right. The one that had the nervous breakdown and right. all this other stuff. So this was his, like, his movie back was this kind of thing. I cannot think of this guy's name. If Drew was here, he could tell me. But, um... <laughs> I can imagine him pitching this movie, going, okay, all right, so uh, I'm back, I'm ready, I, I feel better, I feel I feel good, I'm confident about doing films, uh... So I'm, I'm I'm ready, and I got Tom Hardy. He's going to come on board. Well, Tom Hardy's great. So he's he's, he's wonderful. To, so we have a bankable star. So here's my pitch: I want to make a movie about Al Capone with 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 uh, Tom Hardy's Al Capone. The studio's like, great, this is wonderful. What we love Capone. That's great, good gangster yeah. movie. Yeah, no, 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 no. I just want to do it in the last year of his life where he's like when unaware. He, when he gets, <laughs> they release him from prison because he's about to die and he yeah. has syphilis. And, and he's unaware of all his surroundings and he yells at things and yeah. <laughs> and, and then we'll put some kind of mystery about like lost treasure in there because we're going to find it. No, we're not going to no, find it. Of course it. you don't find Capone's <laughs> treasure. Don't be ridiculous. It was a stupid God, movie. It was so. I I, almost, I sat there going and and what's so funny is you know I started watching. I was you know in the first half hour of the movie. I'm sitting here just going okay. Um, this is gonna. This has to get better. So I'm watching this movie. I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep watching because this has got to get better. And it never got better. And oh. and Jamie watched it with me. And oh, we God. at the end of the movie, we just kind of looked at each other. It's like, what in the hell what, did we just what, watch? What, yeah, what did we, what did we watch? Well, what was this? I mean, oh my God. All right. So if you do that movie. If I made that movie, and they'd have to pay me a lot of money, but to do that, I wouldn't do it about Capone and this treasure. I'd do it about his wife. His wife's the most interesting character in the movie. Right. So she's, you know, there's a great line she says when she's talking to um, Kyle McLaughlin from, you know, he from Twin Peaks and Dune, and he's in, he plays Al Capone's doctor, and they're having this conversation, and it, it's basically she says. You know, he's asking if, you know, you know, maybe you should have some guys in here in case, you know, Al tries to hurt himself or hurt her or something. And she's like, 
I have waited 28 years for peace and quiet. I'm not going to have anyone come in. Right. I've got this. And so knowing that she has dealt with um, Al Capone's criminal history you know, and, and then him in prison right. and now having him come in this debilitated condition, that's a story. But instead, they're like, oh, we'll just have crazy Al Capone and a treasure that the the FBI is trying to get. It's so... It's so <sighs> crazy. Uh, the director is Josh Trank. Yeah, Josh Trank, yeah. And so, oh, it's just... Uh, and I'm, yeah, you're I, right. I think a story about her would have been a lot better. It's just like, no, there's like, no, I just need Capone in a diaper with a Tommy gun. I'm like, what the f- am I watching? And the dinner scenes yeah. were uncomfortable. And the it, movie's uncomfortable. Like, the un- movie is uncomfortable. I almost turned it off. And I'm, I'm, I'm good about like, I'm going to just, and I, and I did. I stomached through this thing. And it was. Uh, That's how I was. It's like, it's like, uh, I'm now committed. Hopefully something good comes out of this. And it was just I, You know, the um, Matt Dillon's in it. And he plays um, Johnny Turio, right? And um, you, you you find out that he's a figment. <laughs> Spoiler! Don't watch this movie. I'm just spoiling it. Don't watch it. Yeah, just don't watch the but movie. But those scenes were really good. And then I'm like, well, if you want to see a really unattractive <laughs> Tom Hardy wearing a diaper <laughs> pissing himself, go ahead and watch it. It's but just, but no, it's it's like there's a point in the movie when they're watching The Wizard of Oz and they're having all that stuff, and you're like. Well, maybe he's faking it. Maybe he's faking some of it, and then we're going to be like, "All right, Johnny, here's where the gold is." Right, and right. All this. No, <laughs> dude, it's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. <laughs> I mean, Tom Hardy didn't have to call this in. He just had to just sit there. There, he has like five lines, and they're all they don't make any sense. Also, also, syphilis is still out there, people. <laughs> if you do have unprotected sex and you get syphilis, please. Please don't let it go untreated because no. you will also be wearing a diaper <laughs> pissing on yourself because it will eat your brain it away. Your there brain. is a treatment for syphilis. It's called antibiotics. It's an easy <laughs> fix, but you got to catch it early. Al, Al said he got it when he was 15. Right. And, and so of course, a, it went untreated. So, so. he treated for 33 years. Oh, oh. So you have, which is also, you know, Hitler had syphilis. So. <laughs> Good. Well, right. <laughs> but I'm just telling you. It, it, I'm if just, anyone deserves syphilis, it's... Absolutely. Which is what I'm trying to tell you. You saw what hit the crazy shit he did. Uh, I'm just saying, people, <laughs> please wrap your shit up <laughs> or go get you some antibiotics. Don't let it sit there and eat your brain. Don't let it eat your brain. Yeah. Don't let the syphilis eat your brain. And that's the moral of this episode of the yeah. podcast. Don't let syphilis eat your brain. <laughs> That's some bad stuff. <laughs> some bad. I may call that this way when I call this instead of cold. Man, when meeting. you get a venereal disease that is so bad that it eats your brain. Oh, man. Just. Uh, it's not good. Don't watch Capone is what we're saying. Just, yeah, don't, just don't do it. Don't get syphilis. Don't Watch Capone before you get syphilis, but don't get syphilis. Or watch Capone if you have syphilis and you're wondering if you should get it treated. Yes. Then yeah. that'll answer your question. Because it doesn't. You know, it's a, it, God, it's like. Josh Trank made up just an uncomfortable, a second uncomfortable, Fantastic Four is uncomfortable. And so, you know, just he's like, I'm really good at making shitty movies. <laughs> and there not like go. it in a fun way. It's just like, uh, it's about the worst thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it was bad. I, I looked at it, it's got like a five on IMDb, like a rating. I'm like, how does it? Uh, wh- in about 10 years, you guys should do it on the catacombs. <laughs> Hell no. Mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Seen it. That's okay. I don't know how it has a five. I really like a three, maybe. I don't know how it has a five. I don't know either. Two. It was bad. One for pissing in the diaper. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Terrible. I don't know how they. How did they get Tom Hardy to do that? 
Because Tom Hardy's a little weird anyway. What kills me is like, he's so beautiful. I mean, the, the, there's, there are actors that will make themselves ugly for their craft, for their roles. Yeah, Charlize Theron won yeah, an Oscar there, doing it. There's several of them, but I watched him doing that and I'm like, oh, Tom, don't, Did, just don't. What's your favorite Tom Hardy movie? Oh, my favorite Tom Hardy movie. Oh, what's the name of it? It's the one where um, uh, it's during the Prohibition and he and his brothers are bootleggers. Lawless. Lawless. That's I, good. I love Lawless. And I like the one also when he's an MMA fighter. Uh, it's Warrior or yeah, The I Fighter. I think it's the war, it's Warrior. Warrior. It's Warrior. They're both kind of the same time. I get yeah. them mixed up. It's war, I like Warrior and Lawless are my two. Um, I, I love Bronson. Bronson's good. Bronson's. I just watched it recently, and it's mm. early, early Tom Hardy. But you can just tell he is. I mean, he's a star that he carries right. that whole movie. But he is just, just amazing in that. He's such a great actor, and I, I think that, um, that's why I liked Lawless so much because you lose, you, you forget it's Tom Hardy. Right. Some Bronson's you forget. Yeah, you, right. Bronson, you're like you wrapped up to who, who this guy the right. Know, of Charlie course, is. Warriors because he's just so damn beautiful in that movie. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been a minute since I've seen Warrior. I need to see it again. Yeah, Nolte's in that, right? Didn't Nolte play his dad or I think so. something like that? It's been yeah. a long time. Anyway, so uh, we're gonna have a guest next week. Uh, we're going to see Star Trek 2, and that's it for me. You got anything for you? No, I think I've talked a lot this time. I think we've done yeah, a lot. We, we, we've had a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's it's been fun. And well, you know, it's been a while since you and I have just done a podcast. Where I no offense to Justina. We love her. But, you know, for a while, we, we, we had our own show. <laughs> and so That's right. We, we had our own weekly show, so until we turned it into this. So so there's that. It so. was kind of fun to it's catch like the, up on nerd <laughs> stuff. Sounds like an old school uh, weekly mopcast. Look at there. That's it. Uh, this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye, y'all. <laughs>